Hello everyone and welcome to HealthQuest 2.0. My name is Jacob. And my name is Kayla. And, and we, we are your co-hosts, co-hosts taking, taking you on, on a HealthQuest. Quest. Join us as we inspire, educate, and share health information for you to elevate your health. Live purposeful, heal, and reach your full potential. We will teach you how to maximize the foods that nourish you on and off your plate. In today's episode, we'll be introducing the concept of primary foods, talk about what true health really looks like, discuss habit changes and little things that you can do each day to increase health and happiness, and so, so much more. Without further ado, you're listening to episode two of the HealthQuest 2.0 podcast. Hey everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on our very second episode. Our first episode had a really, really great response, and we are just so, so hyped up to keep bringing you guys awesome information that's really going to help you level up no matter where you are in life right now. So as you know, if you're listening, one of our goals with this podcast is to educate and create awareness around health information. But what most people don't know is that health is so much more than just the foods on your plate. It really has to do with every single part of your life. And we always hear that buzzword holistic, but having true health and happiness really is a holistic effort. At IIN, which is the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which me and Kayla are both current students, they teach this huge concept called primary foods. And that's everything that feeds you off your plate. Spirituality, creativity, your finances, career, education, physical activity, the home cooking you're doing, the quality of your home environment, relationships, social life, and joy, all of these things are what you really want to consider when you're thinking about your health. So oftentimes you can be eating all of the right foods and doing all the right things, but if you're out of balance in one of these areas in your life, you're going to know it and you're going to feel it. In one of our modules for class, we actually heard a talk by Dan Buettner about the healthiest places around the globe. And he mentioned places like Icaria, Greece, Okinawa, Japan, Loma Linda, California, Sardinia, Italy. (laughs) And the crazy thing about this is that all the people in these places are not eating the healthiest foods. They're drinking wine every day. They're eating tons of fried food and bacon and everything they're doing really just points to what we consider this opposite picture of health. So what's really going on here? Because the food that they're eating, there's no way that that's what's making them the healthiest place in the world. So the thing is, these places have the tightest knit communities, the families live in large units all together, it's the kids, the grandkids, and the grandparents, they're all in one tight family, and the love is incredibly strong. The work they're doing is very laborious, and they're walking and working for long hours every single day, and they're strengthening their bodies, and they're drinking wine and spending quality time with their friends. And so the things that are driving these people towards these longer lifespans and the higher quality life and their health is their authentic human connection. It's the endless love and the happiness and the purpose they feel and that they have every single day. When a 102-year-old woman who's up early in the morning and pumping weights every day was asked what was keeping her going, she said it was just so that she could be able to spend time with her grandchildren, and that's incredibly huge. So stories like these are so uncommon in the Western world, where technology allows us all to be so far apart and still quote-unquote connected, but things are starting to shift, and Dan is actually transforming cities around the country to support healthier choices, modeling the behavior and the setup of those places like Icaria, Greece. So I'm telling you guys all of this just to stress that there's so much more to health than food. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling hopeless with your health, or you've tried all the superfoods and supplements to try and heal, 
The foods you're eating off the plate might be your missing link, and I really, really encourage you to start reflecting on each area of primary food that I mentioned to see if something might be And then definitely keep listening because this is what the HealthQuest 2.0 podcast is all about, guys. That's all wonderful, Jacob. Awesome. So guys, if your primary food is not in alignment to who you are, or if your primary food is not of the deepest nourishment for you, you will not achieve optimal health. Let me repeat that. If your primary food is not in alignment to who you are, or if your primary food is not of the deepest nourishment for you, you will not achieve optimal health. Jacob just shared with us what um, primary food is considered and all of those things that he said, like relationships, your career, your spirituality, your exercise. When your primary food is in alignment, then your secondary food will flourish. Your secondary food is what you would think, the food that's on your plate. And we'll get into that in another episode. But nourishment comes in all forms, not just food. You can feel nourished eating a piece of cake with someone special in your life or with a friend, a loved one. That is a huge example of how primary food really sets up the foundation for our secondary food. When you are in meaningful relationships, you thrive, you're happy, and you're eating foods that nourish you and make you feel good. Think about it this way. If you had a breakup or you lost your job, you tend to overeat, stress eat, maybe you eat less. Maybe you don't get the nourishment you need. When you lose your job, you want to just head to the bar and grab a drink and maybe you just eat a bunch of fried food or like I said, don't eat at all. A little bit about what we're learning in IIN is that cardiovascular disease is a huge killer and research and studies actually show that one of the ways to help kind of be proactive and try to prevent um, cardiovascular disease is by the impact of your social environment and, and sharing that connection with people and having a really tight-knit community of social interaction. Yeah, I think that's really good, Kayla. And I think it's really beautiful that we don't need like food or supplements to be healthy. Like We have everything we already need within ourselves. Um, so on my podcast, The Wellness Warrior, I always ask my guests what their definition of optimal health is. And since we're on the topic of primary foods and this complete holistic health, I think it'd be really helpful if we kind of summed up what it really means to be healthy. So for me, true health means functioning at my max capacity in terms of my mind, my body, and my spirit, and being able to step aside and put trust in my body to heal and to listen to my intuition, and just being able to wake up and jump out of bed literally excited to start the day. And it's always something that I'm just working towards and always improving. So every day is like a successful day if I can just get a tiny bit better in any of those primary food areas that we've been talking about. And of course, nobody's perfect, but it's just the ability to be aware, adapt, and then persevere that really lead you down to that path of true health. So what does health mean for you, Kayla? So health for me means mind, body, and soul. And I, I believe that there's three parts to health, the mind, the body, and the soul. I also believe that the, the body is a whole and it should be looked at as a whole. Sometimes when we go to the doctors with a symptom or a symptom arises in our body, um, we go to a doctor who specializes in just one organ system throughout the body. But I truly believe that that is one of our missing links in healthcare is that we tend to only look at just one part of the body when the body should be treated as one. And, and that's what it really means to look at the body holistically is to look at the whole body 
and also the mind and the soul. We are energetic beings. We are beyond physical. Um, from the documentary Heal, a great documentary about healing um, diseases and cancer and all those diseases that we're told that we can't, um, Dr. Sue Mortar said, energy is who we are. And I want to just break down for you guys the mind, the body, and the soul. So um, for the mind, one of my greatest mentors, Dr. Matthew Kukolo, who is an amazing chiropractor, an amazing healer, once said to me, you can eat all the kale in the world, but if you don't take care of what's going on in your head, you won't be healthy. Master your um, emotions. When we think and have emotions, we are having energy moving through the body. And here is the mind and body connection. Um, energy and emotions, emotions literally mean energy and motion. Now, emotions are good and we should feel emotions. Um, we're humans, so that's, that's a normal thing. It's great to have. Um, but what happens is we need to be aware of those emotions. We need to feel them. We need to let them go. Most of them will, but sometimes maybe after a traumatic event, those emotions stay with you. And what happens when those emotions stay with you? They become stagnant. And that emotional energy is stored in our organs. And emotions can literally cause disease. Your body responds to, to how you think, feel, how you, um, and how you react and how you act. How we think and our perception is everything. Our cells in our body are inside of us, so they, so they do not um, react to our outside world. And instead, our cells rely on the nervous system to interpret and to respond and that allows us to um, adjust our cells' biology. If we change what we think, then we can literally change our cells to reach optimal health. So if you have a perception of happiness and health, then our bodies are going to reap the benefits of that. You are not a victim of your genes. How many times do we hear people say, oh, well, my parents had diabetes, so I'm gonna have diabetes. That isn't true because you are a master of your genes, not a victim, but rather a master. And as the master, you need to master your environment. So the food that you put into your body, the exercise, your spiritual environment, your career, your relationship, all of those influence your environment. And then, of course, the way you think and perceive your environment is important. Science says that the mind thinks between 60,000 and 80,000 thoughts a day. So my tip for you, be sure to check in with your mind and emotions and make sure you're feeling everything, releasing, letting go. It's really important. Um, so that's the mind. How I view the body, I like to think of the body as a garden. The garden will grow and flourish if you water the plants, feed it the right food, if the plants have sunlight, and they have good soil to grow in. And of course, if the weather is um, good for the plants to grow in. Likewise, the body will flourish if we are gifting our bodies with water, fruits, vegetables, whole foods in its natural form, if we're getting exercise, if we have a spiritual practice and a spiritual foundation, are you in meaningful and authentic friendships and relationships, if you have a purpose that makes you jump out of bed in the morning and a job you love, then you too will flourish like a garden. And then soul. Soul health means following and for me, it means listening and following my soul. It means believing in a higher purpose and in something bigger than me. And it means knowing and following my own purpose. Getting in tune with who you are and what your values are is health. 
I always say the more you know yourself, the farther you'll go, the further you'll go. You can know everything about nutrition and all the facts in the world, but the better you know yourself, the farther you will go in life and you will go down the right path. You will go down your soul's path because there is a difference between going down a path and going down your path. How can you achieve and figure out um, your, your purpose and, a higher, and, and understand and believe in a higher power to seek, this, to seek soul health on a deep level? It's my suggestion to, you, suggestion to you would be get quiet, meditate, and be by yourself. Meditation is, is an appointment with the creator. So your soul is the creator. And when you sit in silence, you, you hear the answers. You just have to learn to get in tune with them. The answers are there. You just have to, to get quiet to hear them. Um, and lastly, I believe health is the ability to adapt and cope. We can't control everything in life. And all the environments and situations we will um, have to be put in or dealt with. But we can learn to cope and adapt to what's going on. And resilience is health. How, you, how you're dealing with COVID-19 right now is super important to your health. Are you that person stress eating or, you know, losing connections with people because you have to be home? Or are you jumping on Zoom calls and trying to take advantage of this time to cook healthy dinners for you and your, your partner? So it's really important that um, we learn how to become adaptable to these situations in order to reach optimal health and thrive. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And that was a really good breakdown. So thank you for that. Um, and I liked what you said about emotion being energy in motion. Um, you know, where you place your focus and where you place your energy, that's, that's the stuff that grows. And I think um, there's this guy, Hal Elrod, He's like a motivational speaker and he has this thing called the five minute rule. So no matter like what happens to you, you can be mad about it. You can scream about it. You can, you can like punch your pillows, do whatever you want for five minutes. But as soon as that's over, you just got to let it slide and then just move on. Um, and I think it's also really important for people to remember that health is your own individual responsibility. Nobody else in the world can give you health. It's not going to come from a doctor. It doesn't come from the government. It really comes from you and you get to make all the choices. You choose what you eat. You choose what you listen to, what you read, what you feed your mind. You choose the environment and the people you surround yourself with and you just choose everything. And today it's really almost counterculture to take things into your own hands. We always want the quick and easy way and that next like little secret that's going to change our lives. Um, and we look for all of these things outside of ourselves. Um, it's really when we start to look inward and focus on the host, when we focus on ourselves and the choices that we are making, that we can become freed. And once you realize you have the power, it's like a huge weight being lifted off your shoulders and you realize like, holy crap, I can decide to become and do and look like and feel like whatever I want. And it's really that simple. But for a lot of people, we're just stuck. And what I said seems like a bunch of hocus pocus from fairy tale land. Um, and even just hearing myself say this, it's a good reminder to myself that everything is a choice and that health is in your hands. Um, I recently gave a TEDx talk on the state of our healthcare system, and we think it's pretty bad now, but in the next five to 10 years, 
we really don't know what it could look like. It's already expected that the United States alone is going to be spending upwards of $40 trillion to cover healthcare costs in 2030. And healthcare workers are realizing they can't provide like the true healing that they want in their patients. And we're losing 170 doctors every single day from the system. And obesity and chronic disease rates continue to rise an increase despite all the funding. And it's just because our current system isn't really designed to heal these things. It has an outside in approach. And rarely do we ever look at the individual and the foods they're eating, the lifestyle they're living, the love they feel, all the primary foods when considering how to help them heal. And it's really about time that we shift how we're doing these things. It's time to shift from pills to prevention and stop health issues before they even arise. And the way to do that is to start with the individual. It starts with all of us. We've got to start critically thinking and really questioning and ask our doctors the tough questions and share with our doctors our life stories. And at IIN, it's what we call a health history so that they can really understand us and identify potential sources of our issues. And we've got to just do our own research and in the end, make the best decision that we can for ourselves. Um, and that's not that answer and those best decisions can only come from ourselves. It's always our choice and our responsibility. Thank you, Jacob. That was awesome. And I think one of the biggest things, guys, Jacob shared there is, yes, your health is in your own hands. There's no doctor, there's no healer, there's no health coach or teacher that can help you more than you can help yourself. We are truly our own healers. Um, you know, those doctors and those health coaches can only guide and support you in your health journey, but recognize that health is our, own, is our, is our priority and it should be our biggest. It should be a serious priority that we have the power to keep ourselves healthy, put ourselves in nourishing environments, eat whole and nourishing foods, and thrive. One of our biggest problems with the healthcare system right now is we have applied our emergency care. And guys, I want to say that our, our emergency care is absolutely amazing. Like if you get in a car accident and your intestines are hanging out, you will be saved. Like you'll be rushed to the hospital and put back together. But we're applying that care to chronic diseases and that's not working for us. And we need a major shift there. And we need to look at the patient holistically and, and look at every aspect of their life, not just, you know, it's not just come in and, and give somebody a pill because that's not, that's not helping them. That's only covering up, putting a Band-Aid over their symptoms. It's only putting a Band-Aid over their symptoms. And, and owning the fact that you can start your health journey today. You can start making health shifts today. You can improve your, your life and your families by just making simple health, um, healthy habits and making shifts. So I want to start and I want to share some healthy habits um, that you can start today to elevate your health and thrive, increase your health, increase your happiness, and be the light in the world that you're meant to be. So my first health habit would be develop an exercise routine. And if you're new to this, this is a um, great time to experiment for you. Start by just taking a walk, go outside, take a nature walk. Maybe you hire a personal trainer, you know, get clear on your goals with your exercise routine. Do you want it to be fun? Do you, do you only have 30 minutes to do an exercise routine five days a week? Get clear on what your goals and intentions are and, and, 
and be clear on that and experiment for you what's going to work. Do you like yoga? Do you want a more high intense workout? Exercise is really important and it actually um, affects how we digest our food. So that's really important as well. Um, start using and speaking affirmations. So affirmations is like a mantra and it's a positive um, mental attitude. These, um, I use these in my life and I think they're really powerful because what you put out into the universe, you receive back. So one of my favorite affirmations is I truly and completely accept myself with all my faults and shortcomings. Now you can create your own. There's so many online and you can just wake up in the morning and have a affirmation practice. You know, maybe you meditate in the morning, you do your affirmations, or you can say it throughout the day. You can say it at night. It's really powerful. So get clear on what you want to receive. Maybe you're open to more abundance of money and you put that out into the universe, or you are open to receive love that you haven't received in your life. So just be clear on those intentions and, and start speaking that into existence. Um, hug more. So Jacob talked a lot about our relationships and why they are so important. Um, first hugs are amazing. I'm a big hugger. Um, and you don't give one without receiving. So hugs release oxytocin, which is, um, our cuddle hormone. So when we hug, um, and release this hormone, we feel better. We feel uplifted and warm and fuzzy inside and hugs nurture the connections and relationships you have in your life. Remember back to when we were talking about cardiovascular disease. Um, so this is a great opportunity to make this health habit to improve your social connections and social interactions to help prevent that cardiovascular disease. Um, journaling can be like a form of meditation. It can help you and figure out things um, about yourself and to sit down when you journal, you often are also journaling with the creator. So you're going back to that soul health and you can figure things out by journaling. And I think that's really important. Um, you can develop a mindful practice and I'm not talking about sitting in a lotus position with your hands folded in prayer. I'm talking about making a life a mindful practice. This is something that I do. Um, you can wash the dishes being mindful. You can drink tea in the morning being mindful. You can be with someone and be mindful and be in that present moment because all mindful means is being aware. We are constantly busy and we're worrying about the next moment that we miss out on today and the things we could be learning about ourselves. When we are busy, we miss out on connecting with our, our soul and our soul is literally, our soul literally has all the answers we need for your, your next step in your life and your health journey. And just remember, guys, that you are a bio-individual, so you are individual. What works for me isn't going to work for Jacob. You know, we, can't, we come from different states, different backgrounds, which means that you need to start treating yourself um, on an individual level and celebrate your uniqueness. You know, make health habits that work for you and align with who you are. That's really important. Yeah, and that concept of bio-individuality that you mentioned, that is huge. I've kind of, you know, it'd be really nice if everybody had like the same diet and we could all just <laughs> all, uh, what's the word, like synergistically be together uh, and do our things. But, you know, that's just not possible. We all have different guts. We all have different likes. And so you really just have to find the things that work for you. 
So I'll start to share a little bit of my habits to start increasing your health and happiness. Um, if there's one big thing um, that could really just change everything for you, I would say it would be to develop some kind of morning routine. Um, I think I actually mentioned this in the last podcast, um, but it seriously is just so important. There's a book um, by that Hal Elrod that I mentioned. Um, it's called The Miracle Morning, How to Live an Extraordinary Life Before 8 a.m. And you like, you really, your morning routine is just so, so powerful. So one thing that you can do right in the beginning of the day is just like make your bed. It's like the super most simplest thing. Um, but that just starts your day off on the right foot. And then no matter how crappy your day is, no matter what happens, you can always come back to a made bed and it's nice and relaxing. Um, and then as well, like Kayla mentioned, a gratitude practice is huge. And especially in the morning, because um, you're really in like that flow state. And so, you know, my functional medicine doctor gave me this journal so I could start my gratitude practice uh, about three years ago and when I first got it I was just like this is a bunch of hooey like whatever I don't need to be doing this um, but I did it occasionally on and off um, but it wasn't until I really nailed down that gratitude practice every morning just list three things that I'm grateful for three things that I can get excited about today and like three things that I want to do for other people like how can I help the world just writing those things down and saying them out loud just shifts your whole perspective about life and so if you start doing that on a consistent basis it's just going to be huge for your health and happiness um, and then getting more daily movement so you don't need like a super strict exercise regimen just it could be as simple as going for a walk going out in nature for a hike um, taking a break every hour from sitting uh, ben greenfield who's like this crazy holistic health athlete um, he has these things called exercise snacks so his whole office is set up like to make all of the healthy choices the easy choices so he has like a pull-up bar he has a standing desk um, he has like a little uh, bouncy cushion seat he has his like juve red light therapy right there he has everything so it's just so easy for him to take a break and like every hour just five to ten minutes of keeping the body moving and getting everything flowing um, another, I wouldn't call this a habit necessarily, but if you could start like a home garden kind of, or start your own kind of process of growing your food and just being involved in the process of making food. Um, so I guess it could be a habit every day. You're like watering the plants, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> kind of silly, but, um, you know, when you get involved with your food, it just it becomes more meaningful to you. You understand um, just how it all works and you it'll kind of draw you more towards health. At least it did for me, I think. Um, and then, you know, especially in times like we, we are in right now with COVID-19, uh, something as simple as just getting dressed in the morning, you know, that can be huge for a lot of people um, to start their day off right. Um, so that's another thing. And then this habit is a little advanced, but I've been taking cold showers for the past two years. Um, so, and that just really primes you for the day and gets you ready to attack all your goals. So if you just take your normal shower, then the last like 30 seconds, put it right to cold. Um, 
you'll just start to really develop a lot of discipline and a stronger mindset. And that's going to be huge when you're tackling your health goals and just trying to level up in your life. So all of these habits, guys, you don't have to start all of them at once. Um, it's better to just start small, just do little things. And then, you know, maybe do a gratitude practice for a week. That's the only thing you add. And then the next week, you can start working on the daily movement. And the next week, you can, um, like Kayla said, get your mindful practice going. You can hug more, get those cuddle hormones. <laughs> I love that. Um, and so, yeah, just take little baby steps. And health is a process, you know. Nature has the best timeline. And we really just got to remove all the interference and let everything just play out and be patient. That's awesome, Jacob. Yeah, that's perfect, guys. Just remember that making these health health shifts and health habits and adding them to your life, do it at a very small increments, okay? Start with one and build off of that. Don't feel overwhelmed that you need to change everything today. It's not about that. It's about making small improvements and staying consistent. So that's going to wrap up our second episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you learned anything or found something that really sparked your curiosity, take a screenshot. Um, and you can follow us on social media at HealthQuest 2.0. And then you can tag us and we'll show, show you some love. We would also appreciate if uh, you could leave a review on the platform you are listening to. It helps more than you know. Have a blessed day, everyone. And this has been your hosts, Kayla and Jacob. <laughs>